When one hears the word goblin, it may conjure up an image of a mischievous impolite creature with a penchant for trickery, a name evoked to keep small children in their beds at night. But what if I was to tell you there is another sort of goblin, one with a mouthful of sharp teeth and the dead black eyes of a shark, that they were once human like you or I, but twisted into their terrible forms by fell magic and sent with unwavering obedience to punish and devour those they once loved. The Knights of the Shedder Axel Play Podcast presents Zweihan, Feast of Goblins. You make your way to the Crystal Cavern where uh, the bouncer <laughs> surely doesn't recognise gives you the eye, the, the sceptical eye. And just kind of slowly nods his head. I'm going to flick the gold coin <laughs> yeah. and push straight past him. He he makes a, a face of approval and, and nods. Welcome, Grandmother. I see uh, you've heeded my words before. I was worried that you might try and get in through a wrestling match again. <laughs> oh, no, you worry, my boy. Bend you over my knee. And uh, I see this young fellow has come with you as well. What are you wearing, Helmet? I'm not wearing your eye patch. Yeah, he's wearing an eye patch. <laughs> as does his dog. And I've got some some hide armour on. Does armour fit within the dress code? Well, hopefully. Because otherwise I've got rags. <laughs> you cannot come in. There's a dress code. Take your eye patch off. Perhaps this will help. I'll offer him a gold. He waves you through. <laughs> Of course, if someone points you out, I will be forced to uh, throw you out. Inside the Crystal Cavern, it is uh, it's usually decked out like a very fancy um, drinking establishment. There's um, dining tables and, and so on. But uh, instead of having crystal chandeliers, it has crystals. And somehow they manage to capture the sound and the clarity um, and I guess when you speak and, and the din of people talking it has a suppressive effect making the, in the end, making the acoustics extremely conducive to oratory, singing and so forth. The people here are very well-to-do. They, you know, bejeweled fingers, furs, latest fashions, hats cut in a certain way. With uh, Some have multi-tiered hats, in fact, and that seems to be all the vogue amongst some of the well-to-do. You see that the, the ca- there are several passages off at the back of the cavern, which seem to go off under the cliff here. Should we go have an explore? Is there anyone performing anywhere? There is a, a stage where people are getting up and singing and performing or speaking to the crowd. Talk about various different things from just the usual rhetoric around social policy or art, performances, poetry that they might have constructed, and just generally trying to entertain each other with art speech. Sure. I wonder if we could get on the stage. I'll make a distraction. <laughs> 
<laughs> you go and start singing. Don't know if I can actually get away with that. Now that we're here, what are we going to do? I'm going to perform. Oh, okay. A waitress comes over to you with uh, a tray of drinks and glasses and cocktail glasses and um, asks, you know, which one would you like? There's a cocktail with a yellowy red uh, glow in it. There's, uh, she says, uh, that's the vampire's demise. There's uh, <laughs> a Mikkelbrow wine. There is some sort of bubbly white wine. There's a greeny orange drink, which she says is the green fairy. I'd like one of the Mikkelberry wines, please. That'll be a gold coin. Fair enough. I take that drink straight out of your hand. I go away. You're not singing. I might be after this. Uh, I'll grab the green fairy. Green fairy. How much green fairy do you want to drink? Because um, when you have one dose, one drink, then you get a plus 10 base chance to skill tests related to works of art or performance you create over the next three hours. I think I'll stick with one drink. It's uh, delicious and has that um, lovely anise flavour to it and something else more complex. Delicious. From your eyesight, the world seems to take on a nice, warm, fuzzy glow. I think you also both need to make toughness tests for intoxication. So, Helmet, you make it at standard, plus zero. It's good wine. Failed. And, Joan, you make it at challenging, which is minus ten. Minus ten. That's a fail. (laughs) So we're both hammered. Fortunately, when intoxicated, due to my carousing talent, I get to get a plus 10 to charm or intimidate, but I've got to choose at the start of the intoxication as to whether I'm a happy drunk or an angry drunk. I'm going to be a happy drunk this particular time and take charm. Okay. You also suffer 3d10 plus 3 physical peril. Great. Both of us? Yep. 3d10. Whoa. That's a bit. Good luck. 23. 18. Takes me very nearly to incapacitated. Do you have that drawback? Oh, Dunderhead. Yes, I'm passed out again. <laughs> incapacitated anyway. Gee, I'm glad I got this carousing perk as soon as I have anything to drink, I pass out. <laughs> uh, you also take one corruption. I think Dunderhead, does that give you an extra corruption? I believe it does. So you're, if you're incapacitated, you're unconscious for six hours. Am I? Oh, damn it. That was worth my three gold. Two gold. Um, I'm going to use... Yeah, but I had to buy the drink as well. One of my talents, which is long-winded, when I suffer physical peril, I can reduce my peril condition track by one less step. Okay. So I am just impaired now. Good. And you also get plus three uh, to your damage threshold. And you also take one corruption. Helmet, you're snoring. Yes. (laughs) It sounds very sonorous. (laughs) Yeah, at least... uh, this is that. Did you pass out? I passed out. <laughs> so if you'd be so kind as to carry me back to the boat. I'm going to go and perform now. <laughs> okay. Helmet's kind of, I guess, slumped over in a chair or on a couch. <laughs> I, I, put him, I put him in a chair. And what are you going to do on stage now that you're feeling uh, nice and warm and fuzzy? I am going to yodel the tale of, of Helmet the Slayer. Is it a sort of a comedy sort of... Tell me a bit more about it. It's more like a comedy drama. Bits of serious dark tones interspersed with the stupid stuff that Helmet does. Mm. And um, to add credibility to your story, he's right there. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay. Well, I think that 
let's see how you go. I don't, I again, I don't know how the crowd's going to react to this. So let's just go um, no penalty, no addition. That is a success. First, there is, uh, at the end of your performance, there is uh, a little bit of clapping and then other people join in and uh, bravo, bravo. You're, you're given a, a reasonable applause and when, you know, when, when you come off stage, people uh, wanted to ask more about the story of Helmet the Slayer, and they go over and um, kind of uh, pluck a, some hair <laughs> from his head and and look at it mm. and uh, talk about the aesthetic mm. merits of the Slayer. He's a werewolf Slayer, is that right? <laughs> what do you talk about? What sort of things he slays? Slays the hedonists. hedonists um, they all seem to squeal at this because they all put up their hands as all being hedonists and um, and then it gets a bit ribald as they talk <laughs> about what he might slay them with. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. One of the patrons, he's a, a, a large man wearing leather with a big moustache and bald and he, he comes over and asks if could we see the Slayer in action and he produces some smelling salts. You know? Oh, yeah, you wake him up. So they pop some smelling salts under his nose and he comes to. Uh-huh. Um, you advance up the peril track one step positively and you take one point of corruption. Joan, you can take a point of corruption too. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, I, I, I sung a tale about you and your slaying abilities. and oh, awesome. Well, they want to see it in action. Yeah, yeah. Oh. That tunnel there. Up there. Go up there and slay. What's what's down there? A beast. Okay. You've got your weapons. <laughs> yeah. You're going to need them. We'll see if the... Are you the, the hunter or the hunted? I'm the hunter. I'm the slayer. All right. Let's see it. He motions for you to take a certain tunnel in through the subterranean caverns. I do so. Joan, what are you doing at this time? Yeah, you okay with Joan? I'm going to see where this is going. So I'm going to follow him and make sure that he's not getting in too much trouble. Well, no, he can't go. He wouldn't be the slayer if he goes with his grandmother. Oh, but I'll have to sing a song about his, his deeds here as well. Can't sing if I don't say it happened. All he's right, got a point. True, true. It would be good to hear the tale <laughs> from another mouth. I should have started making up a new character. <laughs> They hand you a lantern, yeah. and as you wander through, they kind of the the caverns sort of fork and split. Do you keep on going? Sure. And then they fork and split and turn around. In order to get your bearings, some one of you is going to need. Do you have the navigation skill? Oh, probably. I don't have navigation. No. I can't use survival. Let's see which way has been trod more often. You want to do some tracking? Sure. You are clambering over rock. Largely. Uh, oh, well, it doesn't matter because I'll lose my bloody McNaw skill ranks, don't I? Because I'm hammered. <laughs> <laughs> it's still a pass. You think you know the way back. As you wander along, make an awareness check. See what you spot. Ah, uh, that's uh, a critical fail. That is a fail. Okay, critical fail will result in 2d10 plus 2 peril to you. And then you hear... Somewhere echoing around the chambers. I draw my bow, knock a silver arrow. I pull a little pin out of my out of my. You still conscious? Me? No, Jones just took eighteen peril. Eighteen peril. I am. I am still conscious. Come out! Come out! Wherever you are. You hear some rock fall, fall and skitter in the distance. Do you wish to keep on going? 
I'm just going to hold my ground for a moment and aim in the general direction that the, the, I last heard the noise. Just wait. Everything is quiet for the moment. Okay, press on. As you press on, you hear something crunch underfoot. And looking down, it is uh, like an, an arm that's been gnawed down to the bone, but it's still attached like the, the two parts of the arm by sinew and tendon and so on. Oh, Joan, I think these people might be hedonists too. Oh, your specialty, boy. Come out, little doggy. <laughs> Do you have any special meat? No, I went funky. Make a, an awareness check. That is a pass. As a fail. Something dislodges from behind a rock, but you see it coming easily. Oh, shoot it. Roll for initiative. Uh, 17 for me. 19. Joan, you get to act first. Okay. I will. Can I hold my action? Yep. Until I can touch this thing? Yeah, sure. And then I want to cast a spell on it. Okay. Helmet. I shoot. Roll a hit. There's a hit. All right. It'll, um, yep, it'll take that. Um, I rolled a four. I might use a, whatever they're called. Fortune. Fortune point. point. So six, and that's a five. Um, six, Fourteen. Oh, well, these are the silvered ones. So okay. you tell me. All right. You score quite a nasty hit on the thing, dropping it down exactly to moderately wounded. Roll a D6 because you might do an injury. Six. Oh, I'm going to need you to roll a D percentile. Two. Okay, so zero two is Fortune's Mercy. Ignore injury, keep your fate point, and continue fighting onwards. And that is what the creature does. You've got some more action points, though. It took. That was only one, one. action, wasn't it? Yeah. Same thing again. Um, is it one to reload or anything, or is it just like. Just uh, you need to declare all your attacks at the start. Oh, okay. Well, I can't do much else then, can I? Well, there's things you could do. Um, it's running at you. Well, well, it's about to move. You don't know if it's running at you. It might run away. Oh, I'll draw my sword. Okay. Yep, that's all I'm doing. And stand ready with your sword? Yep. You've got one action point left? Well, I can defend, can't I? Yeah, you could always parry yeah. what's coming at you. Okay, I'll do that. And it is. Uh, it rushes on towards you at a sprint, charging. As it rushes in, you're going to, what, you're going to cast a spell as it gets close? Yep. All right. How do I cast spells? So what um, sort of spell is it? It is a... Petty? Petty magic. Okay, you make an incantation check with plus 10 to your skill. You need to roll under that. I rolled under that, just. Could you describe what Joan does? I pull a little pin out of my pocket. I just give it a little poke and... At the beast as it rushes past? Yeah, I cast pin prick on it Mm -hmm. and it will do 1d10 plus my wisdom bonus to its physical peril. And it doesn't get to resist at all, does it? No. All right, roll. Roll the peril. 15. Yeah, that works a treat and it seems uh, somewhat imperiled. Drops down twice. So it charges and it goes for a snarling bite at helmet at uh, minus 10% because of the peril. And it gets you. Damn it. And because it's charging. Parry? Can I parry? Uh, oh, yes, you how, can. How do I parry? It's just your combat bonus. Roll under your combat bonus with your weapon. Oh, combat. Sorry, combat. Combat Stat. skill, yeah. yeah. 29, yes. Oh, well done. You get round it. You parry the blow. Back to Joan. Oh, no, Joan, you're, you're now just before the werewolf. Uh, helmet. 
Can I take that seven three times? Okay, so, so the first oh. roll will be minus 10, the second yeah. attack minus 20, and the third attack at minus 30. And if you stuff it up, if you roll a critical failure, you'll take 2d10 plus 2 peril. Okay, sure. I failed that first one anyway. And I failed the second. And I failed the third. Slayer. Joan. I I want to cast another spell on it. Mm-hmm. Pull out another pen. Poke it again. Go for it. Incant- incantation roll. That's a success. 16. What's your willpower bonus? Nine. So the creature suffers, drops another two two steps down the peril track. It's now at minus, yeah, it doesn't get any skill bonus, so it's now minus 20 to things like combat and things like that. Excellent. Uh, it, you see it um, sort of, its body jar and rack in pain as it goes in and it turns its malevolent eyes at you as well. It's going to go for two attacks, so it's going to try and bite Helmet um, with the first attack and pummel you with a claw with its other attack. All right, so um, helmet it attacks you at well, it's effectively yeah fifty fifty percent to get you forty seven, and you don't have any parries. Nope. Ah, but it's not charging, so it just does d six. It does twelve points of damage. That takes me down. A I'm lightly wounded. Lightly wounded. Yes. Well, it dis- uh Oh, what the hell are you? <laughs> yes, for everyone at home, the rest of my party decided to indicate <laughs> that Paul can use <laughs> what are these fate points? Uh, they're not fate points, are they? Fortune, Fortune. points. Fortune points. Well, he keeps forgetting. I just wanted him to. Yes. Yeah, just... Thanks, Dave. Yeah, I appreciate that. Funny you don't remember it on your. <laughs> attack. I've, I've never been hit with an attack. <laughs> I yes, I'll take that into consideration. So now and then it goes for Joan. Actually, because it's making two attacks, it misses you. I'm sorry. So now it's going to be minus 40 to hit you. <laughs> minus 40? Yeah, because two attacks. Oh, it loses its combat bonus. I'm going to use these <laughs> misfortune points on you, girl. No. Nah. Flays around. Um, <laughs> Poor little puppy. It is now Helmet's turn. Finish it off, boy. And you're not oh, just lightly that. wounded either. No. 34, that is a hit. With the hunting sword? Yep. Okay, roll damage. Actually, uh, I'll use a point, so six and five, 11. Wasn't it um, a chaos dice as well because it's counted as being um, vicious or something? um, Oh, the cold iron gets an extra D, you can roll an extra D6 damage. Yep. (laughs) 11... 16. All right, it drops um, down to grievously wounded. Can you roll a d6 to see if you've caused an injury? Three. No injury. No injury. Just wounds. Joan? Yeah, I'm going to pull out my silver dirk. Yep. And I'm going to finish it off. All right. That's a, that's a hit. Roll damage. Five damage. So you're wounded, but uh, not enough to slay it. Damn. It's go. This <laughs> is going to hurt. It's going to go for a snarling bite. On you, straight. Just one? Yep, just one. <laughs> Don't taunt me. <laughs> Curse you. <laughs> um, I'm going to spend a misfortune point to re-roll that. So I'm desperate. It misses. Um, and uh, for its second action, um, it's going to do a perilous stunt. Ooh. Spending two action points, it's going to make an athletics test to try and stun you. Okay. It succeeds. Can I resist that? 
Yes, you need to resist. You need to make a... Because I have a feature. One of my talents is Strongjaw. I can resist perilous stunts with a plus 20 base chance to succeed. Okay, so add plus 20 to your toughness skill and roll under it to succeed. I rolled under it. So, yeah, it, you know, it tries to do an elbow into you, into your face, connects, and you just take it on the chin. <laughs> You're one tough granny. <laughs> uh, and it sort of, it, it kind of blinks at you. <laughs> Helmet. Time to finish it off. One last stab. 16. That is a hit. That's a hit. Seven. Just enough. Dead. <laughs> you tow it in. <laughs> so uh, roll D100 and I'll tell you how it dies. <laughs> 99. <laughs> <laughs> dies with great embarrassment. <laughs> yeah, beaten by a kid and a 90-year-old. <laughs> your weapon slices cleanly through your foe's lower jaw as several teeth are immediately broken and the tongue lolls on the ground twitching. Gross. Blood loss is significant as they expire within a few moments. Well, I'll take his head. What's left of it. What's left of it. Yeah. And head back out. As you're soaring off the head with your sword, um, the, the thing starts to convulse and sort of be reduced into that of a very large wolf. And the body, you see the, the body crackle and pop as it resumes into this other wolf-like form. Right, you're in the caverns. You've yeah. um, slayed uh, this wolf. Yep. You now have its head. Yep. Uh, you're going to pick up the jaw and the tongue. I'll, I'll pick up the jaw and the tongue. <laughs> and head out. Yeah, we'll go yep. back out the way we came in. I will start yodeling <laughs> once we get a bit closer back about the story of how Helmet the Slayer slayed <laughs> a, a, a wolf wear. You rejoin the crowd and people are, again, it starts with the trickle and then people uh, make a, a, rousing, a resounding applause uh, and pat you on the back and they provide you with stiff drinks. One thing that you do notice is the, the big guy with the moustache, he's not in the room. No, I was going to throw it at his feet. <laughs> you can't throw the head of the person you killed at his own feet. Ah, yeah, well, <laughs> whatever the case, I um, throw that in the centre of the room and leave. Helmet, you gain a point of reputation. Oh, excellent. And so do you, Joan. Seems that word has quickly spread of uh, Helmet the Slayer, even outside. As, as you're walking along, some people give you a nod. Other people, teenagers and so on, they run up to you and... Yo, Slayer! <laughs> and met by other words in the distance of other people calling out going, Slayer! <laughs> All right, back on the boat. Much to probably everyone's annoyance, you arrive drunk and <laughs> make a noise and people tell you to shut up. Um, Oscar amongst them. And I guess the night passes and morning arrives. Some of you are probably feeling a bit seedy. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'll be sleeping in. Uh. <laughs> Because you've managed to get a semblance of rest, you can head back up to the one below. Imperiled, is it? Or yeah, imperiled. Not the best night's rest. Everyone else is fine. And, oh, that's it. In the morning you notice that. No, you guys didn't get hurt at all either, did you? No. 
Unscathed. We noticed that Joan has less pins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming she pulled them back out of the the wolf guy's body. Okay, consumes them. So, oh, does it? Okay. Yeah. So I have a sewing kit though, so it's all right. Well, how about that? The power of magic. Mm. It's pretty impressive. You can't beat the crap out of them. You can <laughs> imperil them until they're incapacitated. It, it was very close too. Mm. Right. Well, you set off upriver. Anything uh, else guide, you want to do? I wanted to look for a guide yeah, in the morning. Beforehand. Before you go looking for a guide, um, one of you guys roll a d6 for me. Five. Oscar says, uh, when I was um, uh, having a nice meal and doing some carousing last night before coming back to the boat, I've heard uh, a rumor about the area we're going to. And uh, the giant's graveyard It is said that there is a belladonna that grows there, also called a wolfsbane. It was very interesting, the lady was telling me, and is particularly pungent and vivid in its purple colour, perhaps owing to the iron from th- that is in the soil from the giant's blood. Well, uh, perhaps, yes. We could collect some. Maybe. Well, you have to be careful. It could be very dangerous oh. not to eat it. No, we weren't going well, to. Well, no, no, I don't <laughs> think we plan to to eat it. <laughs> but it, good uh, to warn us in thanks, case we make that mistake. Thanks for bringing that up. Is there, any, is there anything else you would advise we don't eat? There's Too a... many honey lollies. <laughs> I get a tummy ache. Um, you can hire the service of a forester mm-hmm. for 32 bronze pennies a day. Mm-hmm. All right. Presumably the first day is up front. Yeah, he would like to know how long you plan to be out for. Uh, well, we're not certain, but a couple of days probably. We've got another day's travel first on by boat, uh, then a couple of days uh, perhaps uh, in the wilderness and then uh, travel back. When he hears about the location, he's normally, um, yes, the fee. I, I would like to ask a little bit extra for danger money if I've heard um, worrying thoughts about that area. So what are you asking for? Well, um, one one silver... Oh, hang on, 32, 12. What's that? Um, are you any good at maths? Yes, I'm um, great. So what's the, there's, you said 10 brass pennies to a silver? Sure, that sounds right, yes. And so that would be three silver. That would be three silver, wouldn't it? Yes, sure, three silver a day? Uh, no, that's that's the standard fare. Okay, well, then what are we saying? Three silver, is, three silver is 32. Five a day. Five five a day. Done. All right. Very well. And here's your first day in advance. Uh, can, Oscar kind of looks over and goes, can, can I bargain for, for this? I already lied to him about how much the uh, the brass pennies are worth. So Don't don't you know who we're travelling with? This is <laughs> this is the Slayer. Slayer. Well, that changes everything. <laughs> I, I I feel obliged to give you back one of these silver <laughs> coins per day. No, well, you keep that one as a uh, deposit on tomorrow. Oh. Okay. It's probably not my, my place to say, but um, would you want me to tell you why it's dangerous? Yes. That would, that would be uh, forewarned is forearmed or <laughs> five-armed, I don't whatever. I get out a lot, but I don't get into civilised company very often and I find it quite difficult to know what, what the, the, the etiquette is when I come among civilised folks such as yourself. But uh, I digress. Uh, yeah, the... In that area, the forester camps have been found abandoned. No sign of the inhabitants. Uh, people have been reports that we walk into the cabins and knock on their door, and there's no one there. 
perhaps sign of a struggle and then some tracks say they lead lead off to the to the east um, and they whisper that uh, there's also a mining operation occurring searching for something using these uh, abandoned forester camps the people from it as slave labor forcing the men to work otherwise their families will be killed well that's horrible but uh, I guess we'll find out the truth yeah yeah it would be great a really great thing to to liberate them especially with the slayer I can liberate them if this is so then I will will charge the usual amount if we are successful all right very well that's satisfactory right well I guess I sit here on the boat yeah, well, for today, I think you can relax. All right. So, uh, is there anything else you wish to do whilst you're here? Don't think so. In town, do you want to push off? Uh, well, do we have enough food? <laughs> I was going to say rations. <laughs> got honey lollies. That's a good so point. Travelling here would have um, consumed a ration. Ilse's going to need to buy some. Going to need to buy some rations. If you miss a meal during the day, you take two d ten plus two peril. And you can't advance up the damage track. When you say miss a meal, you mean have no meals in a day? Yeah. Well, we ate last night. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to go buy some. Well, how much is food? A hot meal fit for an aristocrat is one silver. For a burger, it's eight bronze pennies. And for a lowborn, it's four bronze pennies. Plus, if you want ale or beer, you know, that's going to cost you extra. We just want rations. Trial rations. Yeah, is there a lunch? We had it last night, though. So, how, sorry, how much was a burger? Eight. Someone ate well. Well, I'm from the burger class, so I presumably that's what I would eat. I'm going to have a hearty meal with you. I'll join you in a burger meal or a happy meal from Never. Von Donald. <laughs> <laughs> burger Kaiser? I don't know. Burgermeister. <laughs> You're taking any um, light sources or anything like that? Any. Uh, you've got all your. Adventuring supplies. Are we spending time out in the wilderness? Possibly. We might need some proper camping equipment. Like, I'm just looking at the list, like a sack of rice is one silver. Um, I will pay one gold for everyone's food for the next week. Anything else you want to do while you're in town? Anything you want to buy? I think we need to head out. I think we're doing good. You head on up the river. It's a little bit harder because, you know, you, uh, you're actually asked to get in and help row or pole the, the barge up the river. And it's going to take you one and a half days. So on the first day, I guess you've got the guide who's the river boat guy, unless you want to do it instead. We need a scout and a survivalist, and that's for the camp at the end of the day. All right. So who's going to fulfill those roles? With the camp, can we just dock the barge and just... Eat and camp on the barge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that'll add a, a huge bonus. You'll get an assist dice. The guide will get um, an assist dice because you're on a, a river. I'll do the survival roll. It's easy. So you get plus twenty to your skill plus roll. Twenty. Um, and you can have an assist dice as well. Yeah, I'm good. Killed it. Scout, you want to? You keep a lookout. Is that what is scout? Is that scrutinize or? It'll be an awareness, or it'll be a stealth actually. So what's the I mean what's the scout doing when we're on a boat? Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. awareness. Sorry, make yeah, an awareness I, check. Do you want me to do that? I've got two ranks in awareness. You've got forty-three. Was I getting a bonus to that? No. Was it, was it a standard or a routine or? Yeah, routine plus ten. Okay, then I if it's routine, I make it. Yep. 
And guide is a, either a, is a pilot or a navigation pilot in this case. Did you want to do that, Rafe, or do you want the... What's river, his, what's his skill guy? in it? Ah. going to guess it's better than mine. I'll let him do it. Okay. I'll assist, though. Ah, all right. Yep. Gets up the river okay. Could you roll a D6 just uh, to see if there was any encounters along the way? Three. No encounters. You pull into the bank for the night. Everyone needs to make a toughness test with an assist die. I don't need the assist die. I got 39. While we were on the boat, Ilse was turning her wolfsbane into, into paste so that she can put it on a weapon. Uh, is, there, is there any difficulty modification? Is it re- standard routine? It'll be routine. I failed. <laughs> Ilse passed. I failed. Uh, I failed by one. <laughs> and both my di- dice were 50s, so the assist dice didn't help. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I did. Except mine were 90s. I got an 83 and a 73. So everyone uses one ration. And everyone, um, yeah, actually everyone can make that as an easy test because the guide made their roll. So that might modify things for you. Well, I will succeed then. Oh, I still failed. I will succeed. Only me. <laughs> still fragile after your hangover. Yeah. Uh, no, that's still fail for me, sorry. All right. What's During the night. Can you get 3d6 and roll them? Get any sixes? Nope. No encounters. What was the fail for the toughness roll, though? I mean, it doesn't have to be anything if you don't want. You die. <laughs> not, not a very worth- <laughs> you fell into the river and drowned. Not a very worthwhile dice roll to have made if there is no consequence. But... <laughs> yeah, you take Still, peril. How much? So, so they pass out and fall in the river. Yeah. And we just roll them off the side. <laughs> Finally. A water burial. Just one peril? Yeah. I want to use my talent to... Ilse says, I can also lay my hands on you to assist your... Does that help with peril? Or help, is it, oh, it does. It does, doesn't it? Mm. That would be great. Just looking Unless at the... you have, have a step up in the right direction. <laughs> You've got a roll for it or something, don't you? Oh, yeah. So I just looked up the failed rule. You take 2d10 plus 2 peril rather than just drop down one. Oh, okay. Wouldn't have made a difference. <laughs> And Helmet, do you drop down an extra one because you're a dunderhead? That I do, yes. <laughs> and and unfortunately, know. my praying didn't work. Oh. Did you pass out, Helmet? No, not quite. Does it make any difference to Joan? Uh, no. The night passes without incident, and now you've got, uh, you're about half a day away. I just want to see what state you get Get to the, to the next um, drop-off point. Mm-hmm. So, Rafe, will you assist again? So, Hayden, I did succeed with my... Oh, fabulous. ...laying on of hands. So that's Sorry. Like one. It's important, mm. especially for the Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the guide's going to make a check, see what state you get to the bank in. And with Rafe's assistance, he is able to successfully guide you there. So everyone gets a total of plus 20 to the next toughness test. Make another one for this stint, Do we please. get the assist dice or...? And the assist die, yeah. 23. Well, I get zero eight. Still failed. Ilse failed. Wow. So are you unconscious now? Mm, probably not. Maybe, I don't know. About to find out. So it's 2d10 plus 2. I failed by two points. Nah. Can you only use zero. long-winded once a day? No, it's every every time. Every time? Okay, I'm going to use powerful. long-winded and... Ilse has long-winded too, so... So you rolled 2d10 plus 2? 
a six and a one, seven. So you'd move down one, but you've got long-winded, so it's nothing. So it's nothing. Okay. Great. This is physical peril, yes? Yes. Yeah. Ilse also has impervious mind, so mm-hmm. if it was, uh, was the, what's the other one? Mental peril? Mental peril, yeah. It would still be the same. When you pull up in the vicinity of the giant's graveyard, the land here is desolate, quite empty of flora and completely empty of fauna. The vegetation is stunted and tough and spindly. The soil is baked adobe. The rocky soil has a burnt, rich orange tone and the land has intermittent blighted patches where there just nothing grows. A set of time-worn cairns mark a trail. The path is unkempt, but the foliage appears to have been recently trimmed. 